Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. God bless. God bless. We welcome everyone. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Okay, there you go. How you doing? All right, can you, can you can you hear me? Uh, I hear you now. Okay, let me see what's wrong with my telephone. <laughs> okay, can you hear me now? I do, sir. Okay, both of them. I was wondering. Okay, I'm back. You're here. Had to get the phone in the right order. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, like I said, we're gonna go on and we're gonna open up. If y'all ever, if you can't hear me, just let me know. Because um, I'm in my, I'm in my Bible, my prayer room, and I'm, I know sometimes certain places in here it don't. Get good reception. Mm-hmm. But we thank God again for all those that are here, all those that are on their way. Uh, we're going to go on, open up with prayer, then I'll do the announcements, then we're going to get into tonight's word because I'm telling you, woo, we're going to learn something tonight. Father God, we thank you once again for letting us come together in your word. Father God, we just thank you for letting us see another day and walk in the goodness of who you are and your son Jesus Christ. Father God, we just thank you for blessing everybody that is coming and those that are on the line and even those that may want to get here but can't get here. Father God, we ask you to bless them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And Father God, we just thank you. Thank you for being who you are and what you are in our lives. Father God, we ask you to come down off the throne, come and minister your people tonight and just Sit with us, Father God. Open up our mind, body, soul, and our spirit that we get a good understanding to your word tonight, Father God, that it will bring us into a more intimate relationship with you and your son, Jesus Christ, that we'll be able to walk better in your kingdom and be who you have designed us to be. 
walking in all power in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God. We praise you. We exalt you. We magnify and we glorify And we just say all these things in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Again, we thank everyone that is here. Um, our announcement tomorrow, every Monday we have Bible studies, and we're going to be in the book of Revelations all the way to the end. And I'm telling you, we're going to learn on how to really, because the book of Revelations is just a movement and the testimony of Jesus Christ. And right now, the Lord Jesus is looking for us to get into a more intimate relationship with him. And I'm telling you, right here, studying this word, we're going to find, we're going to find out everything about him and what he's going to do for us and what we got to do to make, it, make sure that we be in that place that he needs us to be. Um, and that's every Monday night we'll be studying Bible study. Tuesday, we jump over and we go hang out with um, Pastor Robin Albright, and her number is the same as this number, and she's teaching on the theatrics. So we look forward to going over to her line, same telephone number for any of y'all on the line or listening to this recording, and her code is 136-472. Again, 136-472. And that's at 7 o'clock. So we ask y'all to please join us. On Wednesday night, we are having a woman's revival. And the title of that revival starts Monday night, which uh, is called Falling for Jesus. So come and hear how these women of God are going to preach this month and tell us about how to fall for Jesus. It's a time we need to be. You know, that's uh, uh, Loki Norwich from, from their song, Falling in Love with Jesus. It's time for us to fall in love with him again. You know, we, we, we run behind everybody preaching about everything else, but we need to start hearing people that going to preach about the goodness of the one that died on Calvary for us and let us get into a more intimate relationship with him. So... This month, um, Pastor Robin Albright will preach on on Wednesday night. So come and hear that powerful woman of God come and deliver the word on falling for Jesus. On Thursday, whew, God put on my spirit on Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Due to I'm not engaging in our Bible study no more on Thursday night till September, that I needed to make a place to talk about getting to know Jesus. So for the whole month of August on Thursday night, we're going to have different speakers come on. Um, right now, we got some powerful people lined up to come on on Thursday night. And I'm telling you, we got, let me look in my book, but we got some powerful, we got, uh of this uh Brinkley from Mountain California is gonna come and share with us. Uh Elder Frederick, uh Felix Frederick from South Carolina is gonna come share with us and Prophetess uh Shelly Freeman from Florida is gonna come share with us and 
I'm telling you, it's going to be a good month that they're going to come and they're going to just preach every Thursday night about Jesus. And, and, and I'm telling you, please tell your friends, tell everybody, come on out, listen to these powerful people of God, just talk about them. We're going to be able to talk after they preach with them about, it's not just going to be preaching without them talking, but we're going to talk about what we got out of their message and what we learned about embracing about Jesus. Because, we, you know, like I said, he brought to me about doing this because he said my people don't know me, they know of me. And it's time for us to really know who Jesus is. So that will be at 7 o'clock every Thursday night in this month of August. And then every Saturday, I mean, every Friday, we will be jumping over there with Elder Renee Brooks and um, at her call, um, on her call, and that number is um, 712-775-7035, access code 
Amen. Amen. And it reads, After these these things I looked, and behold, a door standing, open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, Come up here, and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne set in heaven. And one sat on the throne, and he who there was like a jasper, and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne, and an apparent black and ember. Around the throne were 24 thrones, and on the throne I saw 24 others sitting, clothed in white, robed, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightning, thundering, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, the seven spirits of God. Before the throne there was a sea of glass like crystals. And in the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was like a calf. The third living creature had a face like a man. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures each having six wings were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord, God Almighty, who was, is, and is to come. Yes, hallelujah. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord. To receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by you and by your will they exist and were created. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Those some powerful words right there. We thank you, uh, uh, Lady Roberta. Jesus, thank you. Wow. Amen. I mean, this 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 thing opens up in such a powerful way that. God closes it out with such a powerful in a powerful way. He opens it up and says, After this I looked and behold a door was open in heaven. Woo. After this And the first voice which I heard was as it were a trumpet talking with me, which said, Let, Let's just stop there. Whose voice was that? Ah, Jesus. <laughs> he said, The first voice I heard. You know, you know, one thing about it, and we thank you, whoever said that, it was Jesus. Do you know that whenever. We hear the voice of Jesus. It's always mentioned one thing, what it sounds like. Even when they say he's going to come on a cloud, they say a trumpet. It sounded like a trumpet was blown. God's voice sounds like a trumpet. <laughs> and, 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 and the powerful thing about that, that when you, see it, when you hear a trumpet, it will get your attention. 
I don't care where you at, it'll get your attention. But he says here, whose voice did, whose voice which I heard was as it were trumpet, talking with me, which said, it says, come of him, and I will show you these, these things which must be hereafter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now God is telling John, come, I want to show you these things. I want to show you these things. Because what he meant when he said, after this, And he was telling them, after you have written all the things to the churches, that now I want to show you where I live. You know what I'm saying? And and what it's telling us when we really look at it, that as he wrote these things to the churches, he was telling the churches how to get in order. And now he wants to show John when they get in order, where they going, where, where, where I, where I sit at. See, because you know what? Everybody always be talking about going to heaven, but everybody ain't going to heaven. Amen. You know what I'm Amen. saying? You know, we, we haven't understood it. We, we were brought up on that, but there's three levels of heaven. And, and the thing about it, that, that God is going to come down to visit us, but God is getting ready to show us where he lives. Amen. Everybody ain't going to go and live and go before the throne of God. Mm-mm. Amen. I'm going to show you all tonight. Everybody is not going to go before the throne. I'm going. And you know the thing about it, that we got to thank God that when we go into worship, that we are able to go before his throne in our spirit. Man. Yes, yes. You got to understand that. See, see we're, we're talking about one part here. And we're talking about another part that even where we at, when we get caught up in worship, that our spirits leave our body and go before the throne of God. Have mercy. And, I call it, and what I call it, I call it an out-of-the-body experience that we have. Because it ain't our body going, but it's our spirit that doing worship rises up out of us. And we don't even know where we at in the body, but then we know where we at before God. And guess what? The blessing about it that when you when you arrive back in your body, you don't arrive, you don't come back empty handed. Because God, you'll never go go before God without God giving you a blessing to go back with. Go ask Moses. And then one time that Moses went up there to see God that he wasn't he wasn't wasn't a blessing put on him to go back to the children of Israel to do. He goes on and I will show you these things which must be hereafter. So now he wants to show John everything that's gonna happen after he done left giving the churches the information that they need to get themselves right. Now let me show you what's going on after they get themselves right. Goes on to say, 
Immediately, I was in the spirit. That that is powerful because now, now the whole time he was he was he was in uh uh the whole time that he was being led to write the thing about the churches. He wasn't in, he was, he was only being guided. In, in, in according to the spirit. Yes, yes. The spirit was leading him to write these things, but he wasn't caught up in the spirit until now. See, there's a thing about being led by the spirit. It's another thing to be caught up in the spirit. Ooh, Jesus. Help, Lord. Come on. Come on. Y'all got to get that. You know what I'm saying? The Bible Ooh, says, Jesus. Over the world. He says, those who are led by my spirit are my children. Okay? Amen. And let me show you about leading. On the day of Pentecost, the apostles were led in the spirit to go to the upper room. Okay? And when they got in the upper room, see, people don't, people don't preach this because a lot of people don't want to get the understanding about what really happened. You know what I'm saying? But, what happened was that when they came in one mind and on one accord, that God released the power of the Holy Ghost on them. And then they got caught up in the Spirit. Because they got, when, when, on the day of Pentecost, they got baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's when you theologians or book, book people, all you got to do is go back and read John, the 21st chapter, and you will read where Jesus breathed the Holy Spirit on yes, and on, he did. And on the day of Pentecost, they got empowered by the, by the Holy Spirit that they got baptized of an indwelling. When he breathed on it, it was an outdwelling that led them. But on the day of Pentecost, they got, it got put inside them. And here, this is what John is talking about. John, John says, he says, I was in the spirit. And behold, a throne was, was sits in heaven. Woo! And let, me, let, me, let me break down about that throne. And, 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 I'm, and this is powerful, what God gave me about his throne. Check this out. The throne is the center of the activity of the book, of the, of the word, of what we read. It is mentioned 40 times in the book of Revelation. Always means a literal seat. When we see the throne mentioned here, it is a literal seat. Amen. And, 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 and later on, you're going to find how powerful this literal seat is in your life. Oh, I wish I could give it to you right now. Oof. But I got it. This is a teaching. It's not a preaching. But the thing is that the seat of God, all activity is moved around God's feet. Everything happens where Jesus is at. Did you notice even when you read about Jesus, even even in, in all, all, all of the, uh, the gospel, that everything happens around Jesus. Yes. 
Even when the apostles, and I just want to give you an example, even when the apostles couldn't help the little boy with the spirit, and they had to call on Jesus, and he came down and said, men of little faith, and he had to do it. You know what I'm saying? He was right there. He was in the midst. It didn't happen where he was not at. And this is why God says, I will never, never leave you or forsake you. Because everything, I'm always there wherever you're going. God ain't never fall. He's always there. Because in the midst of where you at is where he's at. And everything you're going through, he is sitting right there in the midst of it. That's something to think about. But he goes on to say, and one sat on the throne. And one sat on the throne. Come out. The thing about it is you've got to understand, there ain't but one person on the throne of God. Woo! And the only person sitting on that throne right now is Jesus Christ. Jesus is sitting. It says, in, it lets us know in the Bible that he is sitting on the right hand of the Father. There's only, one, there's only one throne that we, that's before us right now, and that is the throne of Jesus. It's the throne that's before us. Why? Because everything is under Jesus' command right now. Yes, yes, yes. We can't even see the throne of God. Because right now the throne of God is overshadowed by the Son because the Son, he gave all power to reign and rule on the earth. Man. God, you know, we're running and we're not understanding and we're going we're gonna to learn more here about that the Father is just watching the work of the Son. That's the powerful thing. Yes, it is. That is powerful in itself. We're gonna yes. get, we have, we're gonna have some questions for y'all in a minute. And he that sat was was to look upon like a jasper. <clears throat> and a shattering stone. And there was a rainbow around about the throne. And like unto an ember. Boy, you know, that lets us know how how glorious the place that Jesus is sitting in. You know, it lets us know how glorious God's place is, that that it shines like an emerald, a satin. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that it 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 is it's, it's lifted up like a jazz. A jasper. And it says something that catches our eye all the time. And there's a rainbow all around. <laughs> Beautiful rainbow. <laughs> it's a rainbow all around. And you know, at the end of every rainbow, what they say is at the end of every rainbow. It's a pot of gold. Hey. <laughs> 
So we, we, we know one thing that the end and the rainbows around them because that's where all our treasures lie. Our treasures all lie in Christ Jesus. Woo! Right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All our treasures lie in Christ Jesus, and there's a rainbow around them because we know at the end of each rainbow, from the beginning of a rainbow to the end of a rainbow, there ain't nothing but treasure. Woo! That's powerful in itself. Yes, it is. Around about the throne were four and twenty seats. And of all these seats, I saw four and twenty elders, sitting clothed in white raiment. They had on their heads crowns of gold. Yes. Now, who are the elders? Somebody tell me who the elders are. What is the elders? It says there that there are twenty, there are uh, twenty-four elders sitting clothed in white raiment, and they have on the twelve tribes of Judas and the twelve disciples. Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Twenty-four. All right now. Amen. 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 And that's who they are. The 12 apostles and the 12 elders of the tribe of Jesus. I should have said Judah. Let me correct myself. Well, tell tribes of Israel. I had to get it right. It's not that the tribe of Israel it is. It's just that, the, that, that we we always did in in the um in the Hebrew they call it the twelve tribes of Judah because Judah was the main place where all the other tribes came out of, and they all rested around the other. Eleven rested around the great city of Judah. Judah was like the top tribe. You had the Benjamins. You had all the rest of them. I can't name them. All. They named after the the sons of uh, of of Jacob. But these yeah, were these were, the make, these were the makeup of the twelve tribes of Judah. The twelve yeah. tribes of the Israel. The twelve tribes of the Israelites. And the thing about them, that it says here, that they walk around. The last time we talked, we talked about us seeking out our crown. And here, we hear the word crown again. And that lets us know that that crown gives you a place to sit where nobody else can sit. And and if anything, anything, you need to be searching out your crown. 
while you're here on earth. Because your crowns are going to represent something in the placement of where you're going to be placed before God. And I, I don't I don't know about the rest of y'all, but that means a whole lot because I don't want to get there and don't have no crown. You know what I'm saying? You know, hey, I don't, don't want to get there and my crown is raggedy either. Well, you know what? Your crown, your crown, you won't have a crown. If, if anything, your crown can't be raggedy before God. And the next thing is that it, 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 <laughs> the only thing you ain't going to have, you won't have no crown. Amen. You'll be in, but you won't have a crown. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And the thing that we want, we want to be able to go in and we want to be able to obtain our crown. You know, you know, it's like it's like it's like you don't want to walk around and everybody else got 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 jewelry on and you don't. That's what I'm talking about when I said raggedy. Yeah, yeah. I got I got you. I got you. And you and you don't want to walk around with nothing. You know, we we hear them old people always say, as long as I got enough to get in. But here's God in in the book of Revelation is showing us that. The elders and even the uh, apostles, the 12 apostles, the 12 elders, the 12 tribes, for the work they did, they bore crime. They were separated from everyone else. Well, let's, let, let, let. And, and if anything, you know what? One thing we know that if you got a crown, you're going to be separated. Because God is going to. God is going to have, we're going to see what these crowns bring you to, to be able to sit, sit with, and, 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 and it told us there, it said, there were seats for these guys. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Do you imagine that, that you could go and have a seat sitting before God, your own seat with, with your name on it? Hey, that's a bird of seat. Hey, get out of my seat. <laughs> Don't sit in my seat, that's a bird of seat. All right, get out of my seat. <laughs> Get him a seat. <laughs> that's it. Get out my seat. Amen. That's my seat. You know, Pastor Pastor Jones, you want to be able to sit in your seat. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I got to run over, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and then you want to look, Marilyn, you want to be able to sit in your seat. You don't want nobody in your seat. No, we don't. I sure don't. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what, nobody's going to be able to sit in your seat because your seat going to have your name on it. Amen. Pastor, I'm going to say something, y'all. I'm going to say something behind that. You know, in every time we all have a special seat that we go sit in, and we don't know nobody in that seat. <laughs> we be looking at folks when they sit in our seat. We won't ask them to move because we try to stay holy. But we want to go over and tell them, hey, that's my seat. This is where I sit every Sunday. Amen. But then think about it. Like he said, when we get to heaven, can't nobody sit in my seat. That's right. Nobody. You can't nobody sit in my seat. Nobody but you. I ain't have to tell nobody. Amen. Amen. Jesus is going to say that seat was made for Mary Leah Jones. Amen. You got to get up out of her seat. She's worse. 
she had faith, she labored. Amen. I'm sorry, but you got to get up out of her seat. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Don't get me started. Ah, Amen. Lord, Amen. And, that, and that's what makes you want to be more, more, more excited about not that seat in the church, you know what I'm saying, but that seat that is waiting for you in glory. There's a seat that's waiting for me in glory, and I'm going to be, why should I be concerned who sits in my place at church? Amen. That ain't my seat. That ain't the seat that I'm going to get crazy about, but I'm going to get crazy about my seat in glory. I know that's right. <laughs> here God is, here Jesus is letting us know that there are seats for the elders. And they're going to wear crowns of gold. Crown of gold. And the thing about it, you know, we need to, we need to understand what is the proof of the elders represent. And the elders are the ones that represent the saints sitting before God. Mm. And what, and what I'm, and I'm telling you, they're saints. They're men. They're not angels. Mm. Let me run these down because some people may think that the, that the 24 seats are made up of angels. But we think, we think pastors for, for, for leading us to understand it's the step. It's the twelve apostles, and it's the twelve elders of the tribe of Judah, mm. and they're men. They're men, and it lets us know that DC is, is it is never used of an angel. An angel can't sit in that seat. They are distinguished from angels. And they have crowns and sit on thrones, which are promised, uh, which are the promised redeemed men. See, see, when we get redeemed, woo! See, Jesus is our redeemer, and when He redeemed us and He brought us back, He didn't buy us back. You know what I'm saying? And didn't give us nothing to show that He owned us. Y'all gotta get that. See, sometimes people bought, when people used to buy animals from, and I went down to Roberta and bought some of her, her, her animals from her, and they became mine. What did we, what did they do to them? They branded them. They made, they, they put a mark on them to let everybody know these ain't Roberta's animals no more. They mine. Right. <laughs> and they're yours. You can have. It might look like Roberta's animals. So like, right the more, huh? <laughs> that's right. Look, look, Amen. That's right. Look like I got them, and they look like hers, but mine's got a mark on them. Oh, that's, that's right. right. They're mine. They're yours. Amen. That's what God, God is saying, that, you know, is showing us here, that, this, that, that you're going to be distinguished. You're not going to be looked at as an angel. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is the men that I redeemed, and I want to show a difference between the angel and the, and the men that I redeemed. So he goes on to say, and he says, uh, uh, the angels are never seen in revelations on the throne or wearing crowns. Angels are, are mentioned with thrones only in Isaiah, the 14th chapter, the 12th to the 14th verse. They wear they wear white raiment 
which is used only in revelations of Christ and the saints. See, there's only two people that are going to wear white rainbow when we get there, and that's us and, the, and, 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 and Jesus. Why else going to wear white rainbow? Because the white rainbow is the righteousness of him. Come on, yeah. We're only, we're only walking in, in, in the substance of righteousness in Christ Jesus. But when we get there, we'll be fully righteous to be able to walk Jesus, to walk in the presence, presence in the presence of Him, in full righteousness. Man. You know what I'm saying? Man, yes, see, we, yes. see, see, we got to understand that 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 what we're reading about is about about the place that we will be complete. We're not, we're not, little we on earth, we ain't complete. Man. And that, and that's why you know we have to understand, and it would have shown us about complete people, and what is, we we're striving to to, me, to measure up to walk in the completeness with Christ Jesus. Ain't that something? That my desire is to wear the white rainbow. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't I can't really wear it right now because my righteousness is in Him, but when I get there, I'll be walking in my own full righteousness with him. So I got to catch that. See, yes, yes. In him, we're walking in it here on earth. But when we get there, we'll be, we'll be completely walking in righteousness that we'll be able to walk with him. Yes. Because you know why? The symbol of me being completed is me having on white. Which white is a symbol of righteousness. Woo, that's powerful to say. And it says it is it is cleansed from that one of the elders is the person showing John the revelation and that he is redeemed he is a redeemed man. If one of them is a man, then all twenty four are men. Since they are redeemed men in heaven on thrones all through the time of the fulfillment of Revelations 4 to 22, they must have been raptured before that. See, so right now, we're going to see all the men that are talked about from here, from this, from this chapter all the way back to chapter 22, that are all of them that were raptured up with Jesus in the first resurrection. Woo! You know what I'm saying? So don't think you're going to be resurrected and God ain't got a place for you when you get there. Mm. <laughs> Woo! You know what I'm saying? I get excited about that because you know what? I know that what I'm doing now is not going to be in vain. Amen. Amen. what you got to think about you ain't doing all this because people make you think, oh, ain't no God, ain't nothing. You just going to die like the rest of us. But I, I, I'm not going to walk in that. I'm going to walk in knowing that what I'm doing has a purpose because God said it to me. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I don't care who it is that try to take me off my path. I ain't getting off it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And 
I don't care if they pick up this date. Me and a friend of mine went through something uh, 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 last week. And guess what? We didn't let it take us off our path. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because all we got to do is keep our eye on Jesus. He's the only one we hold any accountability to. We don't hold no accountability to no man or no woman. Mm. We hold our accountability to Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I keep telling people, people ain't got, and, and I don't worry about it because ain't nobody got no heaven or hell to send me to but Jesus. That's for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I ain't going to get upset. <laughs> I'm going to keep running for Jesus. Keep on running. I'm going to keep running for Jesus. And that's, that's what he, you know, he's showing me here that I can not only wear a crown, I can be dressed in white rainbow. And I could be with him. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta worry about somebody here on earth. Mm-hmm. There's something greater in store for me, mm-hmm. and I don't want to yeah. miss. I don't want to miss what what is in store for me. Mm-hmm. Because of me wanting to wanting to show somebody here on earth about who I am. I ain't gotta worry about who who they think I am. Mm-hmm. I gotta. I just gotta be what God made me to be because He knows who I am. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. That's it. He went on in the fifth verse, and he says, And out of the throne was seen of lightning and thunder and voices, and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Somebody tell me, what are the seven spirits of God? What are the seven spirits of God? Come on, I'm going to give y'all some time. Y'all think about that. The seven spirits of God. Fire, the, the man, the, the, uh, John said that there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Who are the seven lamps that were burned? Let's go over to Isaiah. Go to Isaiah. And go to Isaiah, the 11th chapter, the second verse. Isaiah, the 11th chapter, and the 11th and 2. In the name of Jesus. Y'all have it. Y'all let me know that. You said what verse was it in? I said Isaiah, the 11th chapter, and the 11th and 2, the second verse. 11th chapter. Okay. Yeah. Isaiah 11th chapter. Isaiah 11th chapter. Isaiah 11th chapter. And one of y'all, and when you get there, uh, you go ahead and read it to me. The fruits of the Lord shall rest upon him, the fruits of wisdom 
and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Those are the seven spirits. Spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom, understanding. The Holy Spirit is the first one. Wow. Spirit of wisdom is the second one. The spirit of understanding is the third one. The spirit of counsel is the fourth one. The spirit of might is number five. And the spirit of knowledge is number six. And the spirit of the fear of God is number seven. Wow. Those are the seven spirits that are around God. And that's Woo! Jesus. That's powerful. Yes. And guess yes. What? And guess what? All, all, the, all seven of them spirits rule, reign, and abide in us. Because every spirit that's in every spirit that's around God are are out of the spirit of the Holy Spirit. We, you know, we 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 don't understand that everything that God sent for us came at one time, and they all came in the form of the Holy Spirit. And everything that that, that is manifesting in our life that is spiritual comes out of a, comes out of the Holy. Spirit. That's already in <clears throat> This is we look back because while I was studying this, I was trying to wonder. I said, "Lord, leave me, leave me," because I ran over looking up the and I, and I'll be I'll be truthful. I ran over there looking on my own, thinking, "Well, it got to be the fruits of the spirit." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then God said, "No, the fruits of the spirit are not spirits. They just the product that comes out of the spirit." And, that's like a fruit on the street. Mm. Woo! And I thought that was so heavy that he took me to understand about a fruit of a spirit. And, 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 and the fruit of the spirit are the things that come out of the Holy Ghost that we, that we operate on a daily basis to, 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 to bless other people, to be nice to other people. Mm. These are the fruits. Mm. But here he said, what are the seven spirits that are around God? Not no fruit, but spirit. And then he led me, and then I, I, I went in and studied some more, and then I, I got it. Then in Isaiah 2, those were the seven spirits that were, were, the, were lit, that were on and fire around the throne of God. Whew. And those are the things that he tells us. He tells us. James says, when you want wisdom, ask God for wisdom. Wisdom is a spirit. When we want understanding, ask God for understanding. Understanding is a spirit. Whew. Everything that's that's lit around God, we 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 are able to obtain those those same spirits to operate in our lives. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Because because when we counsel, we can't we can we can counsel from a natural perspective, but there's no greater counseling than let God counsel to us in the spirit. I thought that was so powerful. I hope y'all are 
getting your pencils out, y'all writing some of this stuff, stuff down. Because I'm telling you, it, it is nothing not to know this, that whenever you want to go back and read about it, when you want to go back and do your own little study, that you have that kind of information with you. What? Somebody might just bring it up, and you may be there to correct them when they they may say with the seven spirits, and you'll be able to take them. Oh, the Isaiah, Isaiah, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, Isaiah, the eleventh chapter, in the second verse. In the seven spirits of God. Woo! That is powerful in itself. He went on to say, before the throne was a sea of glass, like unto Christus. Now you gotta now you gotta understand what was that sea of glass? What 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 do you think that means? There was a sea of glass like unto crystal in the midst of the throne and around about the throne. Well, we got to understand that while John looked, the floor that was around God looked like looked like crystal. It just sparkles. It just shines. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? We got to understand one thing. When I, I thank you, Holy Ghost. When you think about that, that's why God makes people take their shoes off. Mm-hmm. He told he told Moses, take your shoes off, you're walking on the holy ground. <laughs> you know why? Because if you walk on your shoes, you might break some of my crystals. Mm. With your bare feet. <laughs> he told he, he told he told uh, uh Joshua the same thing. He said when 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 it came before Joshua, he told Joshua, take off your shoes. Because you know why? Holy ground is precious. Yes. Okay. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The Holy Ghost is talking to me right now. The Holy ground is precious. And it's precious just like crystal. Somebody give you a crystal cup or a crystal glass, you ain't going to drop it. You ain't going to let nobody, you ain't going to let nobody touch them crystals. And you only bring your crystals out when you when, with people and let them see them, but you ain't letting too many people use them. Because it's precious, right? Yeah. You, you, oh, oh, come on, y'all. Y'all, y'all know yes. that. Y'all, yes. y'all, y'all know that. Yes. It's precious. You let everybody do whatever they want out in your house, and you tell them, don't touch them crystals. That's right. <laughs> Y'all leave them crystal crystals up for special. Get inside them. Get inside them. I tell y'all again, those crystals are for special people. Man. And see, God is letting us know that that, that which surrounds them is like crystals because there's only special people who can walk on this earth. Mm. Everybody can't walk. 
on the ground before God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I just take people. Mm-hmm. I want to walk on a crystal. Amen. I want to be one of them that can walk on a crystal. That's right. Yeah. Mm. But not only that, Pastor, crystal is delicate. Amen. You can't have a heavy feet to walk on a crystal. You got to be light. Amen. So that means I can't have no weight on me to walk on crystal. I have to have thrown off all this dead weight, all these dead people, all these burdens I've been carrying around, all the stuff that happened in my past I'm still carrying it around. I got to take it off. Mm-hmm. I can't step out there on that crystal and I can't get on the holy ground. Amen. Is it short? Amen. I might break something. I might put a crack in it. I can't fix that crack. I can't fix that crystal. And ain't no more good once you break it. Amen. It loses its value. That's right. That's right. Crack, it loses its value. Amen. That's right. <laughs> so when it loses its value, what good am I? Had a face as a man, 
and the fourth beast was like a flying angel. Now, my thing is, who are these beasts? And I'm going to tell y'all, because y'all ain't y'all. Y'all can jump up and down and try to pick out. But these beasts, but these beasts are the living beings or creatures, okay? They are living angelic beings as described here in 68. They are distinguished from redeemed elders. So these beings are not elders. They are they are they are angelic beings. Okay. And, and what is this? And and um are not are distinguished from redeemed elders and ordinary angels. The serpents and cherubims. So these are not the the, the cherubims or none of them. These are angelic beings that God is that is, is, is sit before God. Yeah. That's powerful in itself that that even before God, God got got beings. Beings. And you know we we are beings. We are human beings. And these are angelic beings that sit before God. Yeah. Now let's check. Let's just check them out for a minute. The four beasts had each of them six wings above them, and they were full of eyes within, and they rested not day and night, saying, "Holy, holy, holy, Lord God Almighty, which was, is, and is to come." Mm-hmm. That's powerful. In itself, that these were, they were called zobbles. And these were the acts of the seven zobbles that sat before God. The seven angelic beings that sat before God. And check out what they did. And they, they, you know what? When I read this and understood it, they, these, these beings, oh, Jesus, were only not uttering up holy, holy, holy to God, but they were working on our behalf. Check this out. The acts of the, of the garbage, calling attention to God's holiness, they would fall prostrated and worship before God. They would sing and play harps before God. And they offered prayers of saints to God. Wait a minute. Did you hear what I just said? They would offer our prayers unto God. Yes, yes. Mm. Do, do, do you know, we haven't understood that one thing that, and, and they showed us way back, but we still don't, don't realize it. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. But sometimes 
you know, I got I got jumped on about telling people to pray for their angels. You know what I'm saying? And that was by uh, some men and women of God that just didn't understand the word of God. Because even Daniel had to pray for his message to come from to come back from the angel that was held up by the principalities of Persia that made it so the angel couldn't bring the message back to Daniel. But Daniel had to pray for that angel. You know, and sometimes we don't get our answer because there's something holding up our messenger from coming back. Mm -hmm. And here, tonight, we are learning that, that, that the angels that are assigned to us will take our prayer unto them. And, we're, and it's going to get deeper here about how this prayer is taken. Now, now I'm going to read, read another part, and it shows you. It says, call forth the horses and give files to the angels and, lift, and listen to the worship of others. Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? I, I hear some noise on the line. If somebody could just mute that. But the thing is, and thank you. The thing is that 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 they're a vow that our, our our words are put in, like a vow, and it's given to the angel and he takes it before Jesus. And the and the creatures the, the angelic beings that are around them, they go into worship and praise and prayer for us before before him. Over what we have what we have already prayed about. <clears throat> that is far from itself. That somebody else is praying with you for stars, those people around. And if ain't nobody else praying for you, you know one thing, when you send your prayer up, and it goes up. There's somebody else praying over your prayer. Amen. Yes. You better catch that. There's somebody else praying over your prayer. And the thing yes. about that we understand that, that if we don't know what to pray, the Holy Ghost intercedes for Jesus us and prays for us that which we need to be praying for. And then when it intercedes and, and and it does what it does, there's some angelic angels take from the from the Holy Ghost and put over what we pray, what he prayed about for. So so the word of God not only not only affects us when it says what two or three come in agreement. Now it's not it, it forms there because you prayed, and now the Holy Ghost came in agreement with you, and then the third person was the angelic, the angelic being that, that, that came in agreement to pray over what you prayed for. That's how you know, there, there ain't nobody I ever heard speak of that, and the Holy Ghost just gave me and, and that's why that's why that word is elevated where two or three come in agreement. God is in the midst. Because there's two people that came in agreement with your prayer that you prayed to God. Yes. You, the Holy Spirit, and the, and the young being came in agreement. 
And there ain't no way, there ain't no, there ain't no way you can't, you shouldn't see what you've been praying for. You know what we know you've been praying for? Because we pray for it and then we try to take, we try to take control of it. Ah. But if we just leave it with God, hallelujah, if we just leave it with Jesus and say, Jesus, do your thing. And, and, and if you don't, if you ain't learned one thing tonight, you need to learn this: that when you leave it with Jesus, there's three other people taking a hold of your prayer. Because Jesus is in the midst; they got to bring it before Him. And guess what? And then He takes it before the Father. Amen. Yeah. He takes it before the Father because you know. I know. You mean, we know one thing, the accuser of the brethren is always in the air of God trying to, trying to make us, God trying to give forth statements about it. And the devil is always trying to, trying to, and Jesus got to go up there and be our lawyer. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. Jesus has always got to go up there to be our lawyer. Hmm. Yeah. But it's something to understand that these angelic beings sit before God saying, holy, holy, holy. Mm. And he would call out. And they call out over 70, now check this out, 70 heavenly utterance for God. He call out 70 different utterance before God and praise and, 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 and bringing before and, and looking and praying and giving glory unto the works of God in our lives. And then the petitions that we put for God, before God, they're praying and they're presenting them, presenting them before God. Yes. Jesus. That's how. You know, just to, just to read this and know that, that, that it's showing us that it ain't, it ain't only about us doing it. You know what I'm saying? But it's somebody, somebody doing it. Amen. 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 Um, let's move on. Woo. And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne who lives forever and ever, they, they, they sit before God giving glory and honor before Jesus because they're saying that this is him who lives forever and ever. And we worship, and we worship him. And you know what? That's about us, that we need to be able to give praise and honor and worship on the God day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We should worship Jesus every day of our lives. Every day. We, we, we should just lift up his name and say, you be the glory, Jesus Christ. We should call his name by name. Because the Bible says there's no greater name between heaven and earth than the name of Jesus. Amen. That's the truth. And, and there's no way that, that because if we look at our lives, we are living, we are living testimony to, to the things that he is doing on us. 
without him. Amen. <laughs> he needs, we need him just as bad as he needs us. You know what I'm saying? To give evidence to who he is. And we need him because we need him to work his evidence to us that we'll be all right. Because the Bible says there's one place over in Psalm, it says one thing. <clears throat> I can't, I couldn't do nothing without the Lord on my side. There ain't nothing I can do without God being with me. Because sometimes when I got enemies, he'll, he'll slow them apart even though they're mine. Mm. You know what I mean? The ones I can't touch, he touches. Amen. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? The thing he says that when the devil comes in like a a a a, a flood, uh, that, that he will turn around and set up a standard against him. Sometimes I don't know when the flood is coming, but God said and He set the standard. There's so many floods that y'all probably don't even know what's coming, but we're on their way. But God set the standard before the flood touched. Yes, tested. And here, he's showing us about the beast are giving glory. If the beast can give glory, why can't I? I hate to get on the phone ministry lines. I hate to be in charge of church Sunday. And, man, the people in the church act like they they, they act like we were down there with uh, uh, Ezekiel with the dead bones. Mm. Hey, people, come to church and act like ain't nothing going, nothing happening. God just brought you through the week. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. If you ain't can't, if you can't jump up and down, then God spared your life one more day. Amen. Hallelujah. And they get in church and ask up his name. They, 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 I don't need nobody to jump up, no praise worshiper to jump up and make me praise the Lord. Man. I should be able to stand in there and pray the Lord the whole two hours I'm in church. Right. <laughs> Amen. You know? Hmm. And here, here the Bible is telling us tonight in Revelation, there's their beasts that go before them and praise them all day. Hmm. And I, we got people that came to praise them for 15 minutes. Praise <laughs> God. You know what? And the thing about what, what gets me, you know, when the only time, and, and y'all, 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 y'all work with me now. The thing is, the only time that somebody wants, people want to praise them is when they're going through something. Amen. As soon as they show up, now they've gotten prayer and they're calling out his name, but they wasn't talking to him all week. All right, now. <laughs> all right, now. And here we, we see a beast that praises him 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm. Every day. Every day of the week. We can't even we can't even get up and praise him for a little while. This a this this go in church for for two hours and, and, and come into and come into agreement with other saints about praising God, we can't even get up off our feet. We start complaining that my knees hurt. I I can't get up. My mercy. My mercy. <laughs> And the church and the church messes up because now people don't even want to bow 
kneel down and search for nothing. And I, I, I know when I, when I grew up in the Baptist church, they used to have a little thing around around certain parts of the church where you could kneel down and put your and, and get it and get that like you at all. Mm-hmm. And some of them old women, they would lay out. They would lay out when it was time to pray. Wow. Yes. And today you can't get people to do nothing. They, they, they're, they're staying, but they ain't going to sit down. They, they ain't going to kneel down. They ain't going to lay out. They ain't going to do none of that. Oh. Hmm. I can't lay out. My suit costs $400. <laughs> <laughs> Got a new shop there. Let me stop there. <laughs> they heard me. <laughs> it's the truth, though. It That's is. what it said about them that they fall prostrate in worship. Do you know what falling prostrate is? That's laying out. Prostrate. You fall prostrate to give worship and honor unto God. You bow down. You lay down before him. You lay out. You know why? Because the laying out is a symbol of true submissiveness under who you go up on. Girl, I just got that event. Do you think I'm going to do that? No, I ain't. Mm-hmm. My husband will get me when I get home. He kiss me at the end of the day. I'm laying out in the sled. I'm behaving myself faster. Oh? I said, I'm going to behave myself fast. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? The thing about it, you only can say the truth. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do is say the truth. You ain't got to be sorry. You know, we, we, I mean, it's giving us a better understanding about reading that, that if the beast can humble themselves and lay before God for 24, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, that it shouldn't be no problem for us. We shouldn't be, we should walk in the church and there should be such a shout and our voices should be heard all the way to the next corner. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I, when I grew up in church going that, that we could hear them praising God before we even got to the church. Once we got through turning on that little dirt road and we got on that dirt road and, and, and going down and we made that turn, we could hear the people jumping and shouting in the church before we got to Amen. And you ever want to look at a movie that'll show you that? Look at the color purple when when Avery was up there singing in the club and her daughter was singing down there at the church. And, and she started singing the same song her daughter was singing. And took the whole club down to the church because she couldn't, she couldn't stand it no more. She had to get down there to the church. And you can hear that. You can hear the church music all the way over in the club music. Come on now. Don't throw the color purple. Yes, <laughs> Steve. That's, that's how we're supposed to praise God. Mm. We're supposed to lift God up that the people in the next two states should be able to hear all the churches on one accord. <laughs> Let me go on with this, people. <laughs> No, Pastor, we're supposed to praise the Lord like it's our last day on earth. Every amen, day. amen, amen. Every time when I go in there, I'm supposed to. 
I ain't supposed to let no doggone rock cry out for me. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Every time I go, I'm 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 supposed to hit you. Well, you you see me, uh, uh, Pastor. You know me. They, 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 I know. I know. Uh, uh, let the church look at me like I'm crazy because I'm a dance and shout and I get down. I ain't. All right now. <laughs> All right. All right. You know me. You know me. I'll be standing that pulpit and the rest of the pulpit be. That's a spirit. But you know what? I'm, I'm gonna tell you just what God has done. God has used me as a vessel. And them people in that church now, they see me get up like I did Sunday, and they want to act. I make them start praising God. Because I'm going to praise them. I want my voice is going to go over that whole church. All right, Hallelujah. And you're going to start praising my Savior. Amen. You, know, you ain't going to sit there and take him for granted. You know what I'm saying? He is worthy to be praised. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. When I leave that church, they're going to miss, they're going to say, well, you know what? I'm, well, we missed that Reverend Carpenter because he used to, he, he got us stirred up. That's right. I'm going to stir y'all up. Y'all going to come in here. Y'all going to give some honor and praise unto my Lord and Savior. All right, sir, I'm up. Amen. You know, and, and the thing about it, they shouldn't have to be stirred up. Because you know what? All they got to think about is what they've been through during the week. Amen. Ain't got a perfect week that we go through. Amen. I ain't never seen a perfect week I had. Even when I was in the world, it wasn't perfect. I just dealt with it when I was in the world. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just as crazy as the situation that came up. Wow. But I ain't crazy like <laughs> I ain't crazy like that no more. Amen. And I got sympathy and I got compassion for certain things. And I need to be able to thank God that I didn't act a fool or act crazy or take somebody's life, that, 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 you know, because I don't have that power. I thought I did at one time when I was in the world, but I know I don't no more, so I have to come and give them praise and honor that I'm still here. Man. I'm still on the street. I ain't in jail. I ain't locked up. I ain't somewhere where I don't need to be. Man. But I swear that I can lift up and praise his name and tell somebody about the goodness of Jesus. Oh, I'm somewhere I, I don't want to be. <laughs> oh, he done for you. Amen. Amen. I ain't around. I ain't around. I, you know what? I just believe one thing, and we're going to move on, that, that God is showing us here how we need we need to change ourselves around. And yeah. some of the things we do to become more, more, more equipped in his eyes. See, we'll never become perfect until we get with him. But we become more equipped with the elements of Christ Jesus' character in us as we walk daily. Amen. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's why when people, you know, one thing, I, I, you know, I try to walk in the Word as much as possible as I can. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I, you know, I got my shortcomings in the Word of God, but I thank God for them because wherever I fall short, God showed me how I got to do that. Amen. And the thing about it, you know, one thing, like I said, sometimes you have situations that happen that come against you and people come against you, but you learn not to give them back the same thing what they gave you. Amen. Amen. Come on now, preacher. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't do that. And that's the blessing. That, they, that people don't understand. They they want to criticize you and this, and I'm going to tell somebody today, one thing about it, 
There's been stuff said about me, you know, on Facebook or whatever it may be. But you know what? I understand one thing. Over in John, God said that some people will hate you without a cause. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, some people will come against you and don't even know why they're coming against you. But I know why. When they come against me, they ain't nothing but the devil. Yeah, but the devil. Have mercy. So I ain't calling them people the devil, but I'm saying it ain't nothing but the devil in this, and he's exercising his will on them to do what he wants. Amen. That's it. That's it. I ain't mad at them. You know what I'm saying? Because if I get mad at the person, you know what I'm saying, then I got some envy and strife in my life. I don't need mm. I don't need to be mad at them. I'm mad at anything. I'm mad at that spirit. And baby, I'm going to Hallelujah. Amen. I ain't mad at you. You was just a vessel he used. And, 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 and all I can do is pray that you don't be used no more, but I'll show him mad at him, and me and him is going to fight. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'll show him. He told that doctor. And he told me he got diabetes. He told me, said, I ain't got diabetes. And the devil is the light. He's using your mouth to do it. Ha, ha, ha. That's right. He'll use somebody to speak something on you that you ain't got. <laughs> the doctor told them this, and then when they go back and they look, they can't find it. I know. That's, that's right. Somebody but God. You know why they can't find it? Because it was never there. That was just the devil trying to speak something on you. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And he's so and he's so slick, he'll make it appear and somebody'll see it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But but then God yes, opened up the yes, That's why you always got to go when you go to a doctor, you always got to go get you two or three. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Two or three. You know what I'm saying? Don't go with one don't agree with one, but go get two or three diagnoses. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So what one think he see, and the one, and the second one may think he possibly see it. At least the third one will be able to tell you if it's really there. Sometimes we just have to do that. Let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. It says the four and twenty elders fell down before him that sat on the throne and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what I just said? Mm. Cast their crowns before the throne, yeah. Cast their crowns. You know what? Otherwise, they humbly laid their crowns down before God, before Jesus, and told submission unto him that I couldn't have got this crown without you. Amen. Yes, yes. I couldn't have got it without you. You know, that's the thing that we got to understand, that we can't do nothing without Christ Jesus. can't do a thing in the world. And the Bible lets you know that because he said you can do all things, all things through him. So if, if I need him to do all things, then I can't do nothing without him in whatever I do. Amen. I can't do nothing without him. And here that, that the elders have come before him. Mm-mm. The throne. Amen. And cast their crowns before the throne. Mm-hmm. Oh, hallelujah. 
Oh, bless your name, Jesus. And this is saying that they acknowledge the magnificence of God and that they were redeemed and had their crowns by his blessing. See, there ain't nothing. Everything we got, we got to be calling him. Man. That's right. That car you drive, you got it because of God. That house you live in, you got it because of God. Amen. Those clothes on your back, you got it because of God. Amen. Oh, no, I work for that fast. <laughs> I know you did. You work. You work. But you know what? Who 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 made you able to work? Uh, Come on, man. No, I, I took all my Bible and I took my. Uh, you I anointed myself every day and I prayed over myself. Amen. Amen. I'm glad you did. You, <laughs> only, did, you, uh, only, you, only, you only did a symbol of what was needed to be done. But it was he that was operating in you that made it possible. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, got me standing up on my prayer chair. Get down, boy. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Sorry, Pastor, you know me. Hey, uh, that's all right. That's somebody saying that. You ain't you ain't saying yeah. that. Yeah. 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 people saying that, and I have heard it said. And you got to remember what the Bible told us in the Old Testament that when when God brought them out of Egypt, brought them out of Egypt, and took them through the through, through the wilderness and opened up the the Red Sea form and all that mm. was so proud that the elders got together and was trying to say that they did it. Amen. You know what I'm saying? You know, they did it. We got, we, 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 because they kept everything in order. And mm. they had everybody in order. And they, and they had did it. They mm. in order. But see, God had to humble them and let them know that it, it wasn't you, but it was me. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes we'll 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 take advantage and and, and, and get and get in, and and get in the midst and a lot of people do it in ministry when they preach a good sermon they want to walk in the glory instead of giving the glory to God. Come on, man. Y'all know those y'all know preachers that come in your church and act like it's all about them. When they finish playing preaching, they walk around y'all like they done did something. Uh, and, and, and act like God's supposed to bow down to them. Man. You know what I'm saying? Man ain't got no glory. Mm-hmm. No, so The only glory that man got is the glory of God. That's it. Right now. That's it. This is what this is, I'm not understand that, that no matter who, who, the elders are up before in the, in the throne room of God, and they got to bow down. Mm. The Bible says that every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess. What do you say? Jesus, Lord. And what do you say? That's what it says. It says that every knee shall, shall bow. Every knee shall bow. Every knee shall bend, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. It was not. Go ahead. <laughs> So there ain't nothing that we can do. Man. Tonight the word of God is talking all in on what God is telling us and then he's showing us the same thing that we going that we need to be practicing here. Man. That we're gonna 
doing when we get there. No. We're going to be doing it when we get there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I can just imagine us being there. And all of a sudden, when the presence of God show up, we ain't looking, we bow. Amen. Every time he show up, we down on the one knee. We on the bending knee. Because the greatness of who he is is going to humble us before him. Mm. Then, near man, near woman, I bow to you. You believe that? But then I bow to God. That's it. Jesus. When Jesus comes, then I'm on my knees. Amen. That's why God, Jesus, no better than let me get before no royal people here on earth because I ain't bowing. No, I ain't. Amen. All that to do me just like y'all did the three Hebrew boys. That's Put right. me in the fire. <laughs> Put me in the fire because I ain't bowing. No, that's right. <laughs> That's powerful. It says there are the seven Henry utterances that that they spoke. And um utterances. And and they spoke these utterances. Even here, it says, cast their crown before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Mm-hmm. And, and we know that, that God, that Jesus is worthy to receive honor, glory, Amen. and power. You know what I'm saying? Because these are all in all. If we can't bow to him, who can we bow to? Amen. There's nobody that we can call on in our life that'll do the things that Jesus will do in our life. Shut down, baby. Shut down. Nobody. There's nobody. And that's why we have to understand. It says, for thou hast created all things. Yeah. We need to understand that. That, that, that it was due to his purpose and all and us being here that he created he created all of us. He created all of us for but ain't, no, ain't, ain't nobody was just put here to put here. He put us here for a purpose. You know? And the thing about it is sometimes we don't try to speak out what that purpose is, but he put us here for a purpose. He did. And he says, For thou hast created all things for thy pleasure, and they are and were created. And, and that's the truth. He, he created us for his pleasure. And in his pleasure, what, what he means, he created us for his love to have someone to love. Mm, Jesus, I gotta get that. See, see, God didn't just create Adam and Eve. Just to have something, but he created them that he could have someone to love and to love him back. Because yeah. everybody else, everybody else was under his command. 
Come on now. Y'all got to understand that. Everybody else was under his command, but we would only think that he created, that he, that, that he gave free will to. Yeah. Y'all got to understand the power that, that not even the angels had free will. You know what I'm saying? And even in our free will, we could become disobedient and come back to be obedient. Mm. Our angel didn't have that. If the angels, when they fell and they followed Lucifer, there was no returning back to God. Oh, I'm tired of Lucifer. Let me see, can I get back down with Jesus? Jesus, can I get? No. <laughs> you didn't have that choice. You took your choice when you left and you followed Lucifer and went into there. But yet, man, I love so much that I gave him free will from the beginning and that he can go left but also come back to be right. Amen. You know that's that so. Because all of us was born in the world, and then he, he called us. Do you know how many times he probably called me and I feel it and I ignored him? Because I was living in the world, having me a good time, going to the going to the disco, going to the juke joint, drinking and hanging out and having fun, and doing all kinds of crazy stuff, and boom, living a life. Until that life became not a life of enjoyment. As you got older, them, them days of hanging out changed. The people changed. It didn't become fun anymore. It just became something to do because you was used to doing it, and then you got a, and then you wanted something new, and you finally heard Jesus' voice. Wow! And finally, when we heard it, we were able to hear it and make a change. Mm. And and you know what? The thing about it that we learned and growing. It's some of the same devils that was in the street or in the church. Mm-hmm. But it ain't stopped us from being who we are and, 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 and running behind Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It ain't stopped us. So, and and that, that's the powerful thing about that we are the creation of him. He said that he made us in his image. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and if he made me in his image, I need to be able to understand that he gave me that power of free will. I can do and I don't. I can fall the day of tomorrow and still get back up and come and be with him. Mm. There's no other creature on this planet that can do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's no other creature that can do it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you one thing we know, we the only we don't are the only thing that have a soul on the earth. Your dog ain't got no soul. Your cat, your your fish in your, in your little fish tank, and that little bird you got in the bird, they ain't got no soul. I don't know what happened to them. I never read in the Bible, but I think they just die and they die. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But then again, I don't know. God may have a place that they that when we get to where he's at, that they're gonna be flying around and dogs and cats and, and it may be that possibility because you know why? 
Because Noah, one thing, Noah had to get two of each animal and put on and put on uh, on an offering. You know, so and and we know God is, is, is you know God did that for a reason. So he there was a place for for they, them not to become extinct, and I guess for God to have to create them all over again. But I was just showing you how powerful God is, that how he created us. Amen, amen. I enjoyed this. Woo! I enjoyed it. It it, it really opened up to let us know that, that we have a purpose of being God's creation. And he, and he just showed us today about the purpose and about that we, what we can embrace and get him to come before him and be with him. And we, and we're going to be worshipers. We're going to wear a crown. We're going we're gonna to sit on, on, we're gonna sit on our own throne. You know what I'm saying? I, I may not got no throne here on earth, but I sure got a throne waiting for me in heaven. You know what I'm saying? Right. Amen. And I, you know, you know, I don't know. It, it, it's just this thing. It's just this reading. This is just changing me on on my desire to be with Christ. Because I know there's something greater than where I'm at right now. Wait, all I got to do is get it. You know, I have a, I have a friend who say this: get it, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. Yeah, I just got to get it. Amen. 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 <laughs> well, I want to ask you real quick, my brother. What did you get out of this tonight? Reverend, I knew you. I knew you were going to come and that. <laughs> I, I tell you what, I learned. I learned what the seven, the seven spirit was, and I didn't know the hey. spirit, but I learned that. All right. All right. That's all you got to do is say one thing when we thank God. <laughs> How about you? How about you, Pastor?
I can walk. No, let me take back it up. I'll be able to walk across that crystal that's in the city. Knowing that my feet, hallelujah, will be nice. I won't have no feet. I'll be in that spiritual being. So I don't have to worry about the weight, the burden, the sorrow, the stuff that I've gone through that may have weighed me down. Whereas if it was here on that earth, I wouldn't be able to walk across it. Because it's too heavy. My burden is too heavy. Amen. I can walk across Not only can I walk across it, I can be that phenomenal woman. I can stretch myself. Knowing that I made it to heaven, I can stretch myself and look back and, as the songwriter said, how I got over. All right. My soul looked back in wonder how I got over. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I got over because I kept myself in the will of God. I kept myself in the word of God. I walked after him with all my heart and soul. I believe by faith because he said that's what it's going to take to please him. I can say, I've got the crown. I've got a crown that can't nobody else wear with me. I've got jewels and nuggets in that crown that can't nobody take and put there but me. Some of them may be small, but I believe one thing. I've got a crown and I've got a jewel in there that's bigger than anybody else's jewel. I've got a jewel in there that can't nobody claim but me. Amen. I thank God because truly this lesson, we should take it, and I'm going to take it, mm. and take it like it's my last day here on earth, mm. knowing that if I trust him and believe him, I'll be able to see those 24 elders. Mm. And when they throw their crown down, I'm going to be right there with them. Right. I may beat them throwing it down. And God said, okay, wait a minute, Mary. Wait, 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 You ain't got to serve You ain't got to serve Wait a minute. Now, you can't go before the elders. They've been here for a long time. Mm. Okay, Jesus. But tell them you better hurry up to see. I, 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 it took me a while to get here, and I'm too excited. So come on now. Tell them elders they got to hurry up. Amen. Amen. I thank God because we truly, my life and my aim now is to do nothing but please God. I don't care. Yes, I got credentials. Yes, I got whatever the other one's name. But you know what? I'll fall out and slow in them as quick as if I would have on nothing but a pair of blue jeans shirt. Yeah. I thank Amen. God for holiness and righteousness. Amen. Amen. Wow. We, thank, we thank you, God. Uh, well, I want to be, be holy because he told me that's what I got to be. Amen. We thank you, Pastor Joan. Okay. Okay, Marilyn. We just need you to say something. You just say amen. Amen. 
That's all you gonna say, Marilyn, is amen. <laughs> we thank our sister for Marilyn for being on. Amen. Amen, amen. Patience. I apologize. My phone was on mute. Oh, okay. I knew I saw Marilyn on there. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you. God bless you, saints. Amen. Um, amen. And I see the both of y'all. I see the evangelist must be watching her grandchildren. She's just listening. Um, what are you for? I'm asking the Lord, may He please restore what Satan stolen and the thieves and the giants from my finances so I can move out of this crime neighborhood, lift my family from out of poverty, out of bondage, out of the dug hills, and share with my saints in Jesus Christ's righteous and holy name. Father God, we come to you right now in the most humblest way we know how. Father God, you heard the request and the petition that was put before us. And, Father God, we just ask you right now, in the mighty name of Jesus, to touch our situation. Father God, you said in your word, over in Jeremiah, that you had a plan for us, Father God. Father God, let her be able to open herself up and see the plan that you have put in progress for her life, Father God. Let her be able to walk in those steps to start progressing in the plan that you have set before us, Father God. Father God, let us not let her not be naive to the things that are happening around her. That is that your word says that you shall put no more on us than we can bear, and you always make a door for us to escape. Father God, show her that door to escape that in which she's at. Father God, we also ask you to touch her finances. Father God, we knowing your word that you it's for us to store our treasures in heaven, Father God. And we ask you right now, Father God, to release the resources under her that is needed to do the things that need to be done in her life. Father God, we call on the woman of God to know that your word says those who seek you the kingdom of God in his righteousness, 
that all the things will be added on to her, Father God. Father God, let her know that it's her that has to understand about receiving the change in the finances. Not just what people have been preaching, that you do this and if you do that, if you sow this, if you sow that. You know, not that those things can't happen, but that's not the primary thing. You said it was to seek you. You told us, even with faith, that our faith has a strengthen and know that and trust and know that you can do all things. You said in your Bible, you said it's impossible to please God without faith. But those that know that he is and know that he is a rewarder of them that, of them that diligently seek him. So, Father God, let us know that your word says that that those that diligently seek you shall receive a reward. Father God, let her let her know and let her sit in your word and understand that she needs to move in the things of your word. People want to wait on prayers and sit on their couch and wait to be blessed. But Father God, on her behalf and on my behalf and those that are at my ears, we know that you are not a genie in the land, Father God. But we know that you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the author and the finish of our faith. And we know that we can do all things through your Son, Jesus Christ, and strengthens us, Father God. But, Father God, we know that we, that your word says that we got to do. So, Father God, let her, let, let her labor for you. Let her, let her prostrate herself in front of you on a daily basis. And, and, and glorify you and magnify you, that she shall see the reward of the diligence of her honor, of giving honor unto you in her life. Father God, we ask you that you touch her family right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. Father God, render to them according to her faith in the things that need to be done with her. Yes, Lord. Father God, Father God, you told, your son told everybody that was healed or things that were changing their lives in the, in, the, in, the, in the books of the gospel. He said it was by your faith. Father God, let her know that it's going to be by her faith that the things that are occurring in her life and her belief in him, Jesus Christ, and her trust in him that she should see the things that she asked for. Yes, she just said, Ask the Father in my name. And he didn't say that, that the Father would do it, but he said in that in that verse, he said that I will do it. Just ask the Father in my name and I'll do it. He said, seek me. And then he said, ask, and, you, and it shall be given unto you. So we come in agreement with her tonight. Yes, Lord. That you just bless her, Father God. We ask you to order her steps before us. But your Bible says that you order the steps of a righteous person. Order the steps, Father God. Let her be able to walk with you. Even when she's not seeing how to walk with you, let her walk with you spiritually in the things that need to happen, that will bring a fulfillment and a belief in you in the natural. Father God, we thank you. We thank you. We know we all, none of us on this line, none of us in your kingdom, cross every T or dot every I. You said that we all have fallen short in the glory of God. But, Father God, you know there was a place that you told us 
And if we fell down for us to pick ourselves back up. So, Father God, we ask you to pick her up right now, Father God. Get yes, her out of that environment that where she's at, Father God. Show her the way because she said, Jesus, that you are the truth, the way, and the life. So, Father yes, God, let her find you that you will walk her out of that environment that she's in that's not right for her, Father God. Let her be able to trust in you and believe in what you can do because there's nothing that you cannot do, Father. There's nothing that you cannot do, Jesus. Well, you can do all things. And, Father God, let her be rewarded according to her belief, her faith, her trust in who you are in her life. Thank you, Father God, for the woman of God. And we praise you, we exalt you, and we lift you up, and we glorify you. And we decree all the words that have been spoken, that it shall come true in our life according to our faith and our belief in you. Yes, Lord Jesus. And, Father God, when it does happen, please let her come back and give us a testimony, letting us know where her faith, her belief, and her trust took her in her walk with you at this moment, at this time, and at this second in her life. We thank you, we praise you, and we exalt you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, and God amen. bless you, saints. Thank you. Amen. You're welcome. Pastor, You're welcome. I encourage her a little bit. Yes, you can. She's gone. She's gone. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Praise the Lord. Marilyn, are you still here? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. What's your, what's your name? Praise the Lord. Pauletta um, Smith. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Uh, Pastor, 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 I've been where you were in the ghetto in the neighborhood where you want to get out. The Lord spoke to me and said, Godly contentment brings about great gain. And sometimes we're in a neighborhood for a reason. Didn't understand it. What I found out and what I started doing is that God needed me to do what I needed to do in that neighborhood. And I learned to be content there. I know it's hard. I understand how you feel. You want to get out because you tired of you, you tired of it. But sometimes he has he has he plants us in places where we think are not beneficial for us. But they are, if we open up our minds and let God use us. Now, I'm saying that, and then I'm saying, and then I'm going to finish it out this way. There was a drug dealer that lived straight across from me. There was a bunch of children in the neighborhood, and I like raise children, stuff like this. But you know what I started doing? I start just walking over there and saying hi to the drug dealers. But guess what? 
I know that my feet before I went over there. And as I stood there, I started praying in the inside. Guess what happened? And I didn't even know when it happened. The lady that lives next door to me had to tell me, did you know what's the thing is locked up? That whole house was gone. I said, what? She said, you mean you ain't noticed the traffic ain't been through the neighborhood for a while? I said, mama. I called most older people's mama. I said, mama, I don't notice nothing. She said, they gone. All of them are gone. They are gone. We don't have to say, oh, we don't want to. But the Bible said, loving kindness have I drawn. And sometimes, I understand it may be a little hard, but godly contentment brings about great gain. And that's what happened to me. I learned to be contented where I was. And once I became godly contented, at first I said I came to consent. It took a lot of God before I got godly consent. But once I did that and started talking to those same people that I wanted to get away from around, but also praying, God said, okay, time for you to go. And when he moved me, he moved me into a better house. He moved me into a better area. But here again. I understood why he put me there because guess what? There was another drug dealer across the street from me and a bunch of children in the neighborhood which wind up being at my house. And I watched them buy these children kids ice cream all the time. I'm like, uh-uh. And most of them were boys. I said, no, I'm not going to let you draw these kids into you. And I know what you're doing. I would do the same, did the same thing to him. Next thing I know, he was gone. He had been trying to move into three empty houses on the block farther down. Guess what? The door got closed on him and every last one of them. So he was out the neighborhood. Stay encouraged. And God is going to work out the finances too. But sometimes we have to be bold enough and step up for God and speak up for God. And everything will fall in place because it says, delight yourself in me, and I'll give you the desires of your heart. Stay encouraged. Know God is with you wherever you are. He's doubly with you in those areas. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Even though you can live in a place like that, doesn't mean that you 
can't see God to make sure that your finances let you live a little more better, that you ain't got to deal outside all the time around them people. So, Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. You make some finances come. You, know, you and your babies can go on trips to get away from out of the rest for a few days. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do it. It'll open up doors. Well, we thank you for joining us. Thank you. God bless you for your prayers. Thank you. Amen. 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 Anyone else want prayer while I'm praying? All right. All right. Well, that's good. We get ready to close on out. We will be back next Monday and going into Chapter 5. We'll have, we thank God for my reader, uh, Lady Roberta Mission out of South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. Anyway. Thank God for joining us to um, come and read for um, in our Bible study. And we thank Pastor Jones for joining us. We thank Evangelist for joining us. Even though I know she's watching her grandkids, so she probably got them on mute. And we we thank uh, Marilyn. I think that's Marilyn. Or whoever the other person from South Carolina, we thank them for joining us tonight. And my New York people that got on and had to talk. Maryland from South Carolina. Huh? Maryland from South Carolina. Maryland, you don't have nothing you want to say, Maryland. I was, um, while I was just listening, I, everything was good. And, you know, God put us all together for a reason. So we all, have, we all have our woes and our trials that we go on. And, you know, everything we go through is a test to the get to the next level. So we just have to keep Man. pushing. We got to keep pushing through. Got Amen. In the name of God. Amen. Yes. And I, uh, prayer for me. I got my grandkids, so I kept me on mute. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he wants to press the button, so I, uh, I keep it on mute. Got the little ones. That's what I was thinking. You had them grandkids. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they. I know my 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 other grand my my grandbaby. I can call her that. I've not seen her since she was a baby, and I know she she's grown now. Yes, yeah, she is. That's my little helper. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yes. Well, well I enjoyed everything. We thank, thank you God. for the word. We thank God for y'all joining us, and um. And for your words that you just spoke, we thank God for that. Um, again, we will be in Chapter 5 next Monday. Please come join us. Again, bring somebody with you because this, this is getting more educational to us uh, spiritually. And we are learning so much more about how God is preparing a place for us. But not only is it going to get us, going to get us to tell us what we got to do and what we're going to come up against to get to that place that Jesus has went to prepare for us. So again, we thank everybody. We thank y'all. Um, please do come join us Wednesday night. 
for the start of the women's revival, which even Pastor Jones is on for the uh, near the end of the month to come and speak during the women's revival. So we just ask y'all to come and join these powerful women of God and giving the word every Wednesday night this month. You also ask them to join us on Thursday night where we're going to have people coming to teach and talk about getting in a better relationship with Jesus. So getting to know Jesus, and that's the thing. Hello? 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 Praise the Lord. Hello? Pastor? I think he got disconnected. Amen. I'm sorry, I got knocked off for a minute. Yeah, I got knocked off for a minute, too. Okay. I just want to pray, and we're going to get on out of here, but we ask y'all to do join us on Thursday night. We're going to start every Thursday night this month. We're going to start talking about getting in a better and a more closer relationship with Jesus, which Jesus says this is the time for my people to get to know to know him, and we need to know him. So, so I mean, if you got to sit there, as we thank Marilyn tonight, sat there and had to watch her grandkids, but still had a phone on. Please tell your friends because it's a time for us to know what scriptures to walk through and what places that we get to know who Jesus is. Not about a bunch of money all the time, not about what he can do for us, but getting this place to know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Amen. And, 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 that, and that's what we need to be. We need to know who he is and not know what he is, what he can do for you, but we need to know what we can do for him. You know what I'm saying? It's time for us to do something for our Lord and Savior. He died on the cross for us. How many of y'all going to die on the cross for somebody? Hmm. Think about it. But we thank, and we just ask you to, some of y'all do like Marilyn did tonight, just put it on mute, and be able just to listen in. And at the end, if we call on you, just be able to say amen, or we thank God, and we keep on moving. But, again, we thank everybody. To God be the glory. Please go on and read Chapter 5 and be ahead of the game, and we're going to dip down in that word next Monday. And with that, to God be the glory. Father God, we thank you once again for letting your people come on your line, those that are over here, those that are Father God, we ask you to bless them right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that you carry them through this week and to Sunday, Father God, we ask that you seal them right now, that no harm or danger may come upon their mind, body, soul, or their spirit, Father God, that they walk in the power of your son, Jesus Christ, this week. Father God, that they be said, mm, hallelujah, we, we ask right now, and we prophesize all over them right now, all those that are sound in my voice, that they're going to touch somebody, they're going to bring somebody to Christ. Before this week is it, uh, we're, we're going to come back and hear somebody give a testimony that they brought somebody and introduced them to a walk of salvation with 
this line tonight of prophecy. I speak that word, and and I prophesize it that somebody's going to touch somebody's life this week. And we thank you, Lord. And next week we're going to have somebody, somebody in Maryland, somebody in 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 in, in New York, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida. Somebody's going to touch somebody's life this week. And where they at? And we're going to tell you, come on back. Because that's a prop. That was over you this week. So there's something you're going to do to help somebody change their life. And we want you to come back and give a testimony next Monday. But we thank you. We praise you and we exalt you. And we thank you, Jesus, for your people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. As we always say, leaving the line, we love you, we love everyone, and we always say faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I love all y'all. Have a blessed night. As I always say, smooches, 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 and everyone be blessed. I need you to call me, please. All right, I sure will. Thank you. All right, God bless. Everyone have a blessed night. Amen. Amen.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.